Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to read briefly. We are going to read two scriptures, two main scriptures, and then we just look at some points. Isaiah chapter 21, the verse number 6, the verse number 10. If you can read for us, man of God. Isaiah 21 from verse 6. For thus has the Lord said to me, Go, set a watchman, let him declare what he sees. And he saw a chariot with a pair of horsemen, a chariot of donkeys, and a chariot of camels. And he listened earnestly with great care. Then he cried, A lie on my Lord. I stand continually on the watchtower in the daytime. I have sat at my post every night. Verse 9. And look, here comes a chariot of men with a pair of horsemen. Then he answered and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the carved images of her gods he has broken to the ground. Oh, my threshing and the grain of my floor, that which I have heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have declared to you. Amen. Amen. The NLT says in the verse number 10, Oh, my people, trust and winnowed. I have told you everything that the Lord of heaven's armies has said. Everything the God of Israel told me, I have told you. The job of a watchman is to what? Look out. Is to see. Is to observe. And the second part of the job of the watchman is that you say everything that God shows you. You say everything that God tells you. You say everything that you understand. That is the job of a watchman. Mm. Add me so far. Add me so far. So technically, the job of a watchman flows under the anointing of the prophetic. Add me so far. And I I think over the last few years, I keep mentioning the prophetic, mentioning the prophetic, because I want you to be careful. Hallelujah. The prophet or the job of a prophet is not in his ability to see and to hear or to encounter the job and the assignment of the prophet is in his ability to declare and to say that's here the lord hallelujah so if you can see you can hear you can encounter but you are not saying your prophetic anointing needs questioning i need so far yes sir so that's the first part of the scripture that we are reading let's move on to our next scripture Our next scripture is in the book of Isaiah chapter 56, the verse number 9 to the verse number 12. Look what the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 56, the verse number 9 to the verse number 12. All you beasts of the field come to devour. Yes. All you beasts in the forest. Mm -hmm. His watchmen are blind. His watchmen are blind. You are a useless watchman if you cannot see. You are what? A useless watchman. A useless watchman, if you cannot see. He says, they are what? They are blind. They are blind. And they are all ignorant. They are ignorant. It's you, a watchman must be knowledgeable. In fact, you let's read it and now just mention all the points. They are all ignorant. Yes. They are all dumb dogs. Yes. They cannot back. They cannot back. That means that you see danger, but you do not have the ability the capacity, the energy, the understanding to communicate danger. Says they cannot back. Go on. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs 
which never have enough, and they are shepherds who cannot understand. They, there is a direct relationship between the assignment of a watchman and the assignment of a shepherd. In fact, a shepherd and a watchman, they are one and the same. Listen to me. A shepherd and a watchman, they are one and the same. When you talk about a watchman, you are talking about someone who sees and declares in the realm of the military. When you talk about a shepherd, you are talking about one who sees, one who protects his flock in the realm of agriculture. They are the same. The training of a shepherd is likened to the training of a watchman. Are you with me so far? The training of what? A shepherd. A shepherd is likened to the training of what? A watchman. A watchman. However, there's a subtle difference. And we'll come back very soon. We'll come back to that. So if you're writing notes, write. Shepherd equals watchman. And then you can put on the next line. However, shepherd greater than watchman. And I pray that you'll be a, a shepherd. You'll not just not be a watchman, no, but you'll be what? A shepherd. Let's move on. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. Yes. Continue. They look. They all look to their own way. Mm-hmm. Everyone for his own gain. Mm-hmm. From his own territory. Yes. Come, one says, I will bring wine and we will fill ourselves with intoxicating drink. Yes. Tomorrow will be as today yes. and much more abundant. Amen. Amen. Then let's read the final scripture in the book of Ezekiel chapter 33. For the sake of time, let's read the verse number 2 and the verse number 7. Verse 2. Yes. Son of man, speak to the children of your people. Yes. And say to them, when I bring the sword upon a land, mm-hmm. and the people of the land take a man from their territory yes. and make him their watchman. And make him their watchman. So God is about to bring judgment. But then a group of people in a particular town, in Ezekiel chapter, is it 33? Yes, 33. Verse 2. It says, Then they shall anoint that person, and they shall give him the mandate, the assignment of a watchman. Mm. You be on guard and look at what God is doing or what God is about to do. So a, a watchman doesn't just rise up because he feels like it. A watchman is not someone who has insomnia, so he cannot sleep at night. A watchman is not someone who has slept in the day, so in the night he can't sleep. No, a watchman is someone who has demanded the lives of the people. In fact, continue from the verse number 3 to the verse number 7, instead verse, of just jumping. Verse, verse three. 3. Yes. When he, when he sees the sword when coming. When he sees the sword coming. Upon the land. Yes. If he blows the trumpet and warns the people. His job is to blow a trumpet. Warn the people. And then what happens? Then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning. When the people who anointed him and gave him the job that be a watchman over us, if they neglect his warning and the sword comes and strikes them, the Bible says that then their blood will be upon their own heads. Head. But the watchman has been delivered. Hmm. And it says, if the watchman in the verse 4 verse 5 says, sees a sword coming, and then even though he has been anointed to watch, to be on guard, he sees a sword coming, but then he keeps quiet. And the Bible says, if the sword strikes the people, then the life of the people would be on the hands yeah. of, the ship, of, of the watchman. What does, what does the verse number verse 7 six. say? Verse 6. Give me verse 7. Verse 7. 
So you, son of man. So you, son of man. I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. So then God says, he was speaking to the prophets and says, so now you. So now what? You. Me. I have made you a watchman. I don't know which part of the Bible you have read. And I don't know your relationship with God. But this is a direct word of prophecy. Say amen. Amen. So you. Mention your name. So me. So me, Ruben. God has made me God has made me a watchman a watchman over the house of my family over the house of my family so my question is that are you suffering from insomnia or you are keeping the night watch are you suffering from that means you can't sleep the fact that you cannot sleep doesn't make you a watchman yeah in fact a lot of professional watchmen that i know let me not go there I should go there. A lot of professional watchmen that I know, we rather watch them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We watch, we watch, we watch them. them. And for them, they don't need anything uh, so far as they can chalk their head. That's all. So far as they can chalk their head somewhere. And so the fact that you cannot sleep at night doesn't mean that you are a watchman. You must have a calling to be a watchman. So you rise up as a watchman based on the word of instruction. And based on the appointment of God or by the people. So let's look at a few things. If you're writing notes, look at, let's rewrite this. The job of a watchman. The job of a watchman. Inside of that, we'll briefly just look at the characteristics and the responsibility of a watchman. So the job of a watchman. Number one, the job of a watchman is to see and to declare. The job of a watchman is to what? Is to see and to declare. Number two, the job of a watchman starts with a word of instruction. You can go and listen to the, to the explanation of this um, Reverend Dela preached there last week, right? The job of a watchman starts with a word of what? Instruction. So Ezekiel chapter 3, 33, the verse 2, it says that when the people in the territory, they choose a man, to be a watchman. So you cannot be a watchman just because you can't sleep. You must be chosen with an instruction to, see, to, to, to watch. Are you with me? So what it means is that a watchman is made. A watchman. is made. And the fact that he's made means that he must be trained. He must be anointed. And he must be delegated. He must be what? A watchman must be trained. He must be anointed. Okay. And then he must be sent for to watch. Training means he must be skilled. Am I going too fast? You are with me, right? Where are you? Trained, anointed, and delegated. A watchman must be trained. He must be anointed. And he must be what? Delegated, delegated. or sent. Are you with me? Yes. Are you with me? Then, point number three. Every watchman must be elevated. You cannot be a watchman if you are in the same pit as the people that you are supposed to watch. You cannot be a watchman if you are in the same darkness of the people you are supposed to watch. You cannot be a watchman if you are suffering from the same things that the people are suffering from. You cannot be a watchman if you cannot see the things that the people that you are watching over. So every watchman must be elevated. In the word elevation, we get the word revelation. It means that you must have some kind of insight. 
insight. Hallelujah. So every watchman must be what? Elevated. Are you with me so far? The next point. Every watchman must be knowledgeable. Every watchman must be what? Knowledgeable. The last time we looked at a particular scripture when David was with his mighty men. And then he told one of the watchmen to rise up onto the tower. The Bible says that when he saw a soldier coming, he was able to decipher, ah, this is the running of, then he mentioned something, son of Zadok. Forgotten the name of that man. Should we read that part of the scripture again? In fact, no, you can just go and listen to last week's message. We are about to close. We are about to close. So every watchman must be what? Knowledgeable. All right, me? Yes. Every watchman must be what? Knowledgeable. And I'm talking about a spiritual and a kingdom watchman also. You must be what? Knowledgeable. You cannot... So when we're talking about the failed watchmen or shepherds of Israel, he says that they are ignorant. They are what? Ignorant. That is why Jesus says that watch and pray that you do not fall into temptation. There must be some kind of knowledge that you are dealing with. Otherwise, you would still fall into the same temptation you saw far away. Are you me so far? Are you me so far? So every watchman must be what? Knowledgeable. Point number one? Six. Six. Every skilled watchman. Now, not all watchmen are skilled. But when you mature, right, in your job as a watchman, you are able to discern. You are able to what? Discern or to understand. So, every skilled or mature watchman is able to discern or is able to understand. Are you with me so far? Yes, sir. Are you with me so far? So look at what the Bible says. We read in the book of um, um, Isaiah chapter 21. The Bible says in the verse number 9. Now look. Here comes a man with a chariot and a pair of horses. The Bible then says, Then the watchman said, Babylon has fallen. He saw a man riding on a chariot. When he saw the way the man was coming, he was able to understand the implication of that running. Are you with me? Yes. Are you with me? Yeah. It's not every watchman that can do that. Mm. Are you with me? In the case of David and his watchman, David, the Bible says that he saw one coming from the battle. The battle in which the people of Israel were even angry with his son um, Absalom. So he saw a man coming. And when he saw him running, the Bible says, the watchman said unto David, I see a man running alone. Then David interpreted. So it was David who had the discernment and the understanding. So David said, if he's running alone, then he carries good news. Are you with me? Then the Bible says, when the man was looking, says he looked again, then he saw another man running. Then he says, this running, he was knowledgeable. This running is like this. Look look for that scripture again. And give me that that, 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 that word. In fact, let me just open it. It's just right here. That's, um, yes. Second Samuel chapter 18, 18, the verse number 22. So, let me start from the verse number 26. Second Samuel chapter 18, verse 26. Then the watchman saw, let me go back, let me go back, let me go up. 24. Second Samuel chapter 18, 24. Then David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up onto the roof over the gate to the wall. So, like I said, the watchman must be elevated, right? 
Then the Bible says, he lifted up his eyes and he looked and he saw a man running alone. Then the watchman cried out and told the king. And the king said, if he runs alone, there is good news in his mouth. The watchman saw. The watchman declared. But the watchman didn't have understanding. It was David that was able to interpret it and discern. Right? And the Bible says, then he looked again and he saw another man coming running. And the watchman called again and said, there is another man running alone. And the king said, he also brings good news. And the watchman said, I think the running is like the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok. That was knowledge. He, saw, he was able to see that this running was from this kind of soldier, but he couldn't discern. In the case of um, Isaiah chapter 21, the watchman saw a chariot and he discerned that Babylon has fallen. May God elevate you into the realm of discernment. Amen. May you not just see. Yes, may, you, may you also move to the realm where you understand. Yes. Oh, I don't know if you are with me. We are with may you. you move to the realm where you don't only see, but you also understand. Yes, Lord. See, let me tell you the truth. There are certain people who have the grace of the prophetic. They can see, but they don't know what they, what they are seeing. All right, me. And you can also have a man, right, who doesn't see, who doesn't hear, but has the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of wisdom. So, even if you are seen and you are describing something, he knows exactly what you are talking about, but he can't put physical characteristics to it. I don't know if you are with me. I, I, I don't know if, are, are you with me? And, and that is why I keep saying that I don't like using the word prophet, but the prophetic. Because we are all prophetic. And you must carry the grace of the prophetic. Are you me? You can come into an atmosphere and you know that mm, something has changed. Something has changed. You must not just see you must not just hear, but you must understand. Understand. See, when you check the book of I, um, Matthew chapter 13, the parable of the sower, the differences between the harvest was not because of the location, was because of understanding. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. The parable says, a, one, a man went out to sow. Right? And he scattered seed. The problem was not the soil or the kind of soil or the location that the seed fell. Yes, there is that problem where some fell among tons and some fell among the wayside. Yes. But when you check, there were seeds that all fell on good ground. Yet the Bible says that there was a distinction in their output. What was the reason? Understanding. Understanding. Understanding understanding we can all be here listening to the same thing but our understanding dimension would would indicate our output dimension yeah and god is not saying that see 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 watch see this understand or hear this encounter this people keep praying for encounter and they come out of that encounter and oh yes i saw an angel i saw jesus Oh, uh, I had a dream. It was a very, very powerful dream. Nothing changed in your life. Because you only saw. You only heard. You might have even handled. But then there was no understanding. Do you understand me so far? Yes, sir. Should I go on? Yes. Point number what? Seven. Seven. A watchman, a mature watchman, 
will be able to discern or to understand. Okay. Point number eight. A watchman must be alert with heightened senses. It says that they are damn dogs. They cannot even smell. They cannot even see. That's what I'm saying. That it says they are blind. You are a useless watchman if you cannot see. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your eyes. Amen. If I say may the Lord open your nose, it sounds like an insult. So may the Lord sensitize your nose. May the Lord open your eyes. Amen. Oh, that is what I'm saying. Yes. May the Lord sharpen your hearing. Amen. May the Lord sharpen your hearing. Amen. May the Lord make you sensitive. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, heard, I once heard a man of God. This, this is what happened. In fact, you, it's a powerful man of God. The Bible, the, the, the story says, he said his, 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 his auntie, no, I think his grand, grandmother or grand aunt, one of them, was about to die. No, wait. His auntie was about to die, right? And then his father, his father was a, an occult, a grandmaster, right, in the occultic. And the grandmother or the aunt started calling people that, oh, come and visit me, come and visit him, come and visit me. Then nobody was minding him. Then he called this man of God and says, come and visit me. Then his father says, ah, don't go. His father says, don't go. Now, this father, I'm saying, he is not a Christian, no, or whatever. But this one, too, he has just given his life to Christ. So, he was feeling very, very vengeous and spiritual. So, he says, oh, I mean, you know, you know, you know, let me just go on with the story without explaining. So, the, Bible, the story says, so he went to the grandmother's place or the grand auntie or auntie, whatever. And then, the woman who was about to die, right, said oh i've missed you whatever whatever they talked briefly whatever whatever and then he left when he left the woman started recovering when he got to the house his father who was in the freemason says mm. she has exchanged it she was about to die and he says come and visit me and then he came in all your spirituality oh grand auntie whatever whatever and then she exchanged when the guy got to the house his father who was in the freemason could sense that death has followed him home Look at what I'm saying. No. He disrespected his father because he has just given his life to Christ. He could speak in Hebrew and Hebrew. He could speak in the Holy Ghost. He could speak northeastern heaven tongues. So he disregarded his father and wanted to do deliverance for his father. But when he went to meet someone who was about to die and there was an exchange of life, he could not sense that death was following him from the hospital to his house. So I'm just saying that is that you, 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 must be, you must be sensitive, is what I'm saying. You must be what? Sensitive. Sensitive. Don't, yeah. don't bank on the fact that you can pray. Don't bank on the fact that you sweat when you pray. That is irrelevant. Oh, I don't know if, I don't know if you are with me. Oh, we are with you. The fact that you sweat when you pray doesn't mean that your prayer was powerful. Yeah. If you cannot sense what went on, if you cannot sense what went on, heard me. See, if you can sense what goes on, you might be afraid not to go out. If you know what goes on at your favorite gobe joint, when they say fast, <laughs> you fast well. In fact, if you forget the spiritual, 
if you have even been to the kitchen of any powerful restaurant, you, you, you forget the decor of their eating area. When you just see their kitchen, you not eat again. But this one, I'm, not, I'm talking about the spiritual. If it is useless for you to come and tell me that, oh, you've read the Bible cover to cover, and then you cannot sense when something changes around you. No. 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 Then go and pray again. Go and pray again. Go and pray again. It is useless. It is useless. It is what? Useless. That you can't, you can't smell. You can't see. You can't have an inner prompting. And you see, this one too, Reverend Dela spoken about it when we're in Teshi. Many of us are waiting to see by the eye of the Spirit when God has been prompting us by the inner witness. Let me tell you again. Maybe, maybe I don't know why I keep seeing the prophetic. See, more than 50% of a lot of prophets that say, and I saw the Lord do this, or I heard the Lord do this. They didn't see and they didn't hear. It doesn't mean that what they are saying is false. No. It's a language and a packaging. Most of them sense. But if they come and say, I feel like you, you think that <laughs> you tell them to go away. Alright me. You tell them to go away. But there is a, a sensing. There is a sensing. There is a sensing. Are with me? There is a sensing. And it's not always the fact that God will show you as a flag. Look at what the Bible says. Look at what the Bible says. When in the book of Numbers chapter 13 or so, when um, um, Moses' brother and sister, Miriam and Aaron, spoke against Moses, right? The Bible says, when God came to them, God said this, if there is a prophet amongst you, right, I show him or I reveal myself to that prophet in what? In visions and in signs and in tokens. However, Moses, not so. He says for him, I speak to him as a man speaketh to a friend. That means that the most anointed prophet, when God was speaking to him, he was not seeing vision. I don't think he heard me. God said, if there is a prophet amongst you, I will show him a sign. I will show him a vision. I will show him a, t- a, a talking. He says, but not so with my servant Moses. For I speak to him as a man speaks to a friend. The most anointed, according to the testament of God. God was, Moses was not receiving revelation at that height. So it's not everybody that comes and says, oh, I see. Ah, Hashem or Hashem, may who be? It doesn't mean that they are the most powerful. Oh, I can see. No. Hashem. No. Now, let me ask you. If you really, really have a good friend, right? If you really, really, really have a good friend. I was telling some people this a, 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 a while ago. Very, very, very long time. Maybe 2015 or so. And I said that, see, if you go to a restaurant, right? And always... A particular waiter serves you, right? Always. A particular waiter serves you. It comes to a point 
where when you get to the restaurant, you don't need to open your mouth and to give an instruction. They can just know by your facial expression, by your demeanor, what you want and what you need. Do you understand what I'm saying so far? That's the same thing with a friend. That's the same thing with a friend. If you really, really, really know your friend, know your husband, know your wife, know your children, it's not everything that they need to say. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying so far? See, let me tell you, go, just go and ask your, your parents. You see, you, you, if it, you and your mother, you have a very, very prophetic relationship when you visit someone else's family. It's a prophetic relationship. Your mother doesn't need to say stop. Your mother can just say hmm. <laughs> and you know that if that hmm extends two seconds more, it doesn't mean just stop. It means you will see. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. So in that highest form of relationship, do you need a vision to say to, to do you need a vision? Do you need a word? So why is that when we say, when I say that you know the voice of God, you are saying that, but I've not seen a vision before. You should be able to tell from the expression. You should be able to tell. Oh, are you with me? So when I'm saying that, be prophetic. I'm not saying that you are praying. Oh, and then I'll see. Oh, okay, okay. Then I come. Then I see. Oh, okay. Whoa, stand up. I see a shadow behind you. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know if you are with me. It doesn't have to be that. It can be more. It can be what? More. Just by when God comes. There, there, if you read Good Morning, Holy Spirit, um, um, Pastor Benihin, he, he talked about the one, a, a day that he was worshiping and he was about to leave. And then he could just sense the heaviness in the Spirit of God. Did the Holy Spirit have to show him a, a, a vision? And then maybe he will see a throne. He will see three thrones and then maybe on the third throne there'll be water pouring and it means that the Holy Spirit is crying. No. No. I'm saying that may, the, may God open your eyes. May God make you sharp. Amen. May God make your senses heightened. Heightened. So that even if you don't see, hey, you will know. You see, and let me tell you, that's why some people, when, especially when you give your life to God and then he started speaking to you in a particular way, it got to a point, that particular way stopped working. Then I see what I'm saying. For instance, you gave your life to Christ, right? And God started speaking to you in dreams. So you sleep. Even if you have a short dream, a short sleep, you'll be able to see what will happen the following day. Are you with me? You realize that at some point, it will stop working. Then people say, oh, God has left me. Oh, Jesus has left me. Oh, man of God, have I backslided? Say, pray for me. Because when it comes to critical things, assuming you've already stepped out and you are on your way to work and God wants to give you a message, do you want to sleep before God will come and tell you that get out of the car? No, are, are you with me? Are, are you with me? And that's why I should be careful with what I'm going to say. I should be very, very careful with what I'm going to say. So you pray for, so for you, it's like, okay, you pray for three hours. Then now you will op- God will open your eye and you'll see what is happening. So now you've already gotten to the workplace and then an impromptu meeting and you're asking God for revelation. Will you tell your boss, boss, hold on. Give me three hours. <laughs> Give me three hours. Then you go to your bathroom and pray for three hours before God should open your eye. No. 
you must be sharp. And that is why you must do the prayer long ago. And that's what I'm saying. That the fact that you sweat after you pray means nothing if you have not been sensitized. It means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. Don't come and tell me that, oh, I prayed for six hours and I saw a vision. And then the girl that you are dating is a uh huh. And you haven't seen that one. Then that's what I'm saying. God told you that come and declare and correct doctrines in the church of God. So you have a prophetic mandate. You are correcting everybody left, right, center. And the one that you are chasing, you don't know that the person lives under the sea. <laughs> May the Lord revive you. May the Lord revive you. Amen. May the Lord revive you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, am I speaking to somebody? What point are we on? Eight. Point eight. Point nine. I, no, I said we are not going to eight. We are not going to eight. Okay, point eight. A shepherd must be loving. No, a watchman must be loving and must be and must have the community as priority. Now, this is, the, this, is the, this is where we have the greatest difference between a shepherd and a watchman. Not every watchman will be loving. If a watchman was not loving, God would not have said that a watchman heard the, heard the sword coming or saw the sword coming and kept quiet till the people were attacked. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Have you read the book of Jonah before? Let, let's look at the book of Jonah. Let's look at the verse number three, chapter number three, the verse number two. Now, Jonah was a watchman, right? And he was sent by God. And he went into the town or the city of Nineveh, right? He didn't want to go. And then God orchestrated his path. And he entered into what? Nineveh. And he did the work. He saw what God wanted to bring upon them. Judgment. And God gave him a word to speak, right? So he did exactly that. Give me Jonah chapter 3, the verse number 4. Verse 4. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Yes. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Exactly the word that God gave him. So he was a watchman who had seen terror coming, right? And then he declared. Because I said a watchman must see, and a watchman must what? Declare. Okay. But look at Jonah chapter 4, the verse number 1. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. The same watchman who gave a word that judgment is coming. He had done the work of seeing and the work of declaring. And the Bible says that he became angry that the people had, had had salvation. So look at the verse number five. So Jonah went out of the city mm -hmm. and sat on the east side of the city. And did the job of a watchman. He was still sitting down and watching in this elevated place. And he was seeing that destruction will come. That's the job of a shepherd. The Bible says concerning, that's the job of a watchman. The Bible says concerning a shepherd. When the shepherd sees a wolf afar off, then he takes his staff and his rod and he begins to defend his people. May the Lord not only make you a watchman, yes, Lord. but may God give you love Amen. that you shepherd the people that in God the has name put in your Jesus. Yes, I've so far. Yes. The assignment of a shepherd is the same as the assignment of what? A watchman. A watchman. 
But one of the requirements for you to be a shepherd is that you must have love for the people that you are shepherding. A watchman doesn't need to have love. If a watchman needed to have love, like people will not run away from their posts when they see gunmen coming. I mean, I mean, they will not run away. But if you are a shepherd, a shepherd goes first, a shepherd dies first. So the Bible says, when David saw a lion and a bear coming, he said, he rose up and he began to chase and he smote them by the beard and rescued the lamb out of the teeth of the lion and of the bear. If it was a watchman, he would just have seen. He would try his best. Just shout, lion no, lion no, lion no. That's all. May you move beyond the realms of a shepherd. May Amen. the realms of a watchman. Yeah. May you move beyond the realms of a watchman. Amen. You know, we've not finished praying about watchmen for you to, for your eyes to be open when I'm right. I'm increasing the thing. Say mercy, Lord. Say mercy, Lord. Mercy, Hallelujah. Lord. Now, we're going to pray. Or look at one more scripture. We rise up and then we anoint everyone. Then we are done. We so we've, not, we've looked at what eight points, right? Yes, eight points. So I think I think that's that, that's fine. That's fine. A watchman must see. A watchman must declare. A watchman is instructed. A watchman is made a watchman. He is anointed. He is skilled. He is trained, and he is sent forth. A watchman must be elevated. A watchman must be knowledgeable. A mature watchman would have discernment or would have understanding. A watchman must have heightened senses and a watchman must be loving. When you really have love, you have graduated from the realm of a watchman. You now have the character of a shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at one more thing then we'll be out of here. The book of Ephesians chapter 5, the verse number 14. This was supposed to be my prayer for today. But let me just, let's just pray Therefore he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Rise up from your feet in the name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5, the verse number what? 14. Let's read it again. Ephesians 5, 14. Yes. Therefore he says, Therefore he says, God is speaking to you. I know that we prayed earlier, that I said that uh, smoking flax, he will not quench. I know I pray that. So your two minutes prayer is okay for God. I, I know I said that. And I said God should revive you. I know I said that. But the Bible says, he says what? There was a charge and he says what? Awake. Awake. You who sleep. Awake. Say to your neighbor, awake. Awake. In the place where you are falling, awake. In the place where you have become tired, awake. Amen. Awake. And he says what? Arise from the dead. Arise from the dead. That's the grace of revival we're praying about. So you must move from the realm where you are always, oh, man of God, this. Man of God, that. Man of God, oh, I promise to God. I pro- oh, man of God, it has happened again. Oh, man of God, he deceived me. Oh, man of God. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're not in the church. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm preaching to the people online. Hallelujah. He says, arise from where? The dead. Arise from the dead. Then what? And Christ will give you and light. And Christ will give you light. When you decide to arise in the grace of revival, then Christ would put light in your eyes. Elevation. Revelation. For you to see. And for your senses to be sharp. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray briefly. 
Arise from the dead. Then Christ, give me light. Arise from the dead. And Christ, give me light. You see, let me give you, let me tell you something. If you have a particular problem, right? If you have a particular problem and you are troubled, right? Let, let me go back a bit. If there's a friend of yours that has a particular problem, have you noticed that it is so easy for you to give the person advice? Have you noticed that before? And you can tell them, oh, this one is so simple. Oh. Do this and do this and do this. God forbid, you enter the same problem, but you cannot see your way out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, see, so I don't understand what I'm saying. Have you seen a person who, like, someone, a, a, your friend comes to complain to you about a boy who is mistreating him or her or whatever? And then you can say, ah, I don't know why you like this boy. This one is a very, very foolish boy, pal. Just leave him. But then, no, whilst you are giving your friend advice, a foolish boy will send you a text message. And for that one, you cannot see. Then that's what I'm saying. Then that's what I'm saying. What, is, what it means is that for you to solve any particular problem, the first thing you need is what? Light. That word light means revelation. You need a particular knowledge. Now, why am I talking about light and revelation? One of the things that your emotions can do to you is that, have you heard, you've heard this phrase before. Your, my emotions clouded my judgment. If the sun is shining up high and a cloud comes, what happens? Darkness comes. So your emotion has the capacity. No, emotions are not bad. Your emotions are what? Not bad. But they have the capacity to block you from seeing light. When you are dealing with a matter that your emotions are not involved, you can see that you can see the thing clear until your heart is inside. And that's what I said. Before you get a girlfriend and a boyfriend, pray long ago before your heart is involved. Because that one you will hear from God. When your heart is involved, I saw a clip yesterday. Someone had two pictures and was praying, Father, is it A or B? Then an angel stood and the angel took the picture of B and threw it away. The person was speaking in tongues and picked it back up. He says, Father, show me a sign. Show me a sign. Is it A or B? Then the angel took the picture, crumpled it, kicked it away. The person still got up, shabarababa, picked it up, straightened it and said, oh Lord, show me a sign. The angels took the picture, tore it up. The guy went to look for cello tape. Because this time around what? The emotions is what? Inside. Before you choose the school you want to go to, pray long ago, long ago, before your heart is inside the school. Because when your heart is inside the school, God can slap you. You turn your cheek again. And say, Father, slap me again. <laughs> you will never see that as a sign that this is not for you. I mean, before you choose what? A boy, a school. Before you choose a place to work. Pray what? Long ago. Before your heart is inside. Now, I'm not saying that when you are praying. You see, <laughs> let, let, me, let me just say this before I conclude. So, some of you ask, what, what if my emotions are inside already? <laughs> Don't go to God, right? Don't go to God. 
you like Chinese girls, right? And there's a Chinese girl in your life. And you like the person. And you're going to say, Father, out of all the girls, which one should I choose? And you are, you are intentionally moving your mind away from the Chinese girl. I know if I'm getting, I get what I'm saying. See, there's MTN and there's Kasapa. They've given you job offers. You like MTN. When you are going to pray, don't go and tell God, Father, out of all the telecom companies, which one should I work for? Say, Father, out of all of this, which one, but me, I like MTN. I with me. I with me. I with me. Don't go and deceive yourself and pretend you are deceiving God in prayer. It, it will not work. That one, God will not even answer you at all. At all. If your heart is inside, let God know. That Father, hey, if you don't tell me what to choose, it is empty and nah, everywhere you go. <laughs> everywhere. So when you come back from prayer, and then you hear, not just you feel, but you hear a confirmation, okay, go to MTN. You're not going to say it's your mind. If you also come back from prayer, and you, God didn't say MTN, God didn't say Kasapa, but God said, one touch. <laughs> Old network. It doesn't even exist. So it means that it is out of your radar. You know that God has spoken. That is what I'm saying. Because sometimes eh, when, we are when we are dealing with things, there are some things that are in our view. There are options. God can mention something that you never even thought about. Don't go and say that, oh, this one is my mind. And then someone will come to me and say, ah, you came that you were confused. We should pray about school. Okay, I said, okay, that's fine. Spend this week praying about this, praying about this, praying about this. And then now you came back and say, oh, oh my God, I don't know, it's, it's my mind. So wait, pause, 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 pause. When I say we should pray, did I say we should pray to your mind? So, when God answered, who were you expecting to answer? I don't know if it's the devil that is tricking me. Ah, so wait, we went to pray to God. And you're expecting that the devil will speak to you. Ah, then we shouldn't pray again then. We shouldn't pray. You come and tell me that, man of God, I don't know the cause to do. Then I say, okay, let's pray about this. Let's pray about this. Now you get an answer. And you come and ask me, man of God, oh, I don't know. I feel it's the devil. I feel it's my emotions. Did I tell you that we should pray to your emotions? No. Anyways, we'll get there one of these days. That's why I said, we have the confidence that when we pray, he hears us. Some of you, the, the reason why you've not gotten an answer is not because God has answered. You don't have confidence in what you've heard. You don't have what? Confidence. Confidence in what you've heard. God has spoken but you don't have confidence. Oh, and I know that most of us here, we, we don't want the answer of God. You guys here are a special case. <laughs> you, you, God has said you don't like the answer of God. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know some of you here, you don't, God said go straight. That is not what you want. You want to moon back and do uh, what? Moonwalk. God said go straight. It's moonwalk you want to do. So you don't like the answer of God. And there are those that you are not confident in the answer of God. May the Lord show you mercy. Yes, Lord. Say, arise. 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 From the grave. From the grave. From the grave. From the grave. Arise. Arise. From the realm. From the realm. Of sleep. 
of sleep of slumber of slumber and god and god give me light give me light pray briefly break up your offering in the name of jesus. and say father give me light in the name of jesus. yes lord thank you for listening if you were blessed by this message share it with someone so they can be blessed too we look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at zion impact ministry 